Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to this week's Manformation Podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you are here for this week's Manformation Podcast. Manformation is all about all of us, you, me, all the driven, ambitious men who are listening to this podcast every single week. It's about us using our talents and abilities to the fullest. Allocating our willpower, focus, energy, and time in a direct manner, or as direct as possible, to that vision that we've created for our life, that imagination that we've created for our lives to have more of what we want most. Again, it's clearly defined all the feelings, emotions, experiences, things, achievement, whatever it is, whatever it is that makes you happy. I want to help you by being your coach and your friend. Uh, to help you get clear, help you get focused, identify what that is, work through any obstacles that are standing in your way, get really connected to why it's so important to you. And that's what I talk about, just stimulate thoughts and ideas to give you objectivity and perspective every single week here in the Manformation Podcast. That's what, uh, that's what I do here as your coach and as your friend. <laughs> All right, um, uh, for those of you who are new listening to this Manformation podcast, my name is Skip LaCour. I am a coach. I'm a speaker. I'm an author. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I am a former six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder, but I'm 14 years removed uh, from being a bodybuilder. Right now, it's all about uh, me uh, through personal development, my, my passion uh, for personal development that started years before uh, my passion for bodybuilding training. Uh, is to get the most out of my life, your life, uh, pick up all the distinctions, strategies, all the masters of personal development that I've learned from, and to come to you. Now, I attract a lot of men who are a lot like me. Maybe they've got a, a respect and appreciation for fitness. They want more of that, or uh, that's where they were in their life, and now they've made their man formation, and uh, they're in a different place. Uh, they want more, and uh, that's where I am, and a lot of men just like me gravitate towards that. So, if that sounds like you, uh, you're in the right place. Uh, a lot of men who uh, are dedicated, disciplined, uh, they like structure, predictability. Uh, they work well by themselves. Right? We're a lot alike, and uh, that's the perspective uh, that I come from, and that is uh, like a lot of the men who are drawn to me for this coaching. Now, this coaching, um, some people call it life coaching. I call it success, fulfillment, and accountability coaching. Right, success. Get clear on your goals. Work towards your goals. Uh, fulfillment. Make sure they make you happy. You know, we don't want to have the big house on the hill and be lonely and miserable. Right? Fulfillment is a big part of true success. I make sure that you, as we go through the process, I talk to men just like you every single week all over the world, and uh, we make sure what you're doing is making you happy. And then uh, accountability. The promises that you make to yourself. The Strategies that you seek out, we bounce up, we come through, and you set up some daily disciplines for yourself. Make sure that you are following through. I, I've done this for years with dozens of men for thousands of hours, and that's the perspective that I come to you with during this Manformation weekly podcast. Like I said, I, I work pretty much seven days a week. I'm so passionate about this, about what I do, and... <laughs> I just want to change the world, all right? I want to help men get through the challenge that took me uh, so long to get through. I want 
you to have a better life much earlier in life than me. And that drives me a lot. I've gone through this module as well, share it with as many men as humanly possible. And uh, so uh, that's a little bit about me. When I come to you for this weekly Man Formation podcast, I sit back uh, with the dozens of men I may have talked to this past week, <laughs> the hours that stacked up. What's the biggest lesson that I learned this past week? And uh, I always have <laughs> a lot to say during these weekly Man Formation podcasts as you may have noticed. If you're new, you will have noticed. Um, and that's what I do. That's what I come through. It's like I think about this stuff. I'm passionate about this stuff almost 24 7, 365. And so I always have something to say. Uh, before we get into this week's podcast, I want you to go to skiplacore.com front slash gift. Skiplacore.com front slash gift. And uh, with the description of this podcast, I'll have that link available to you. I have an 11-hour course for you. It's an audio seminar course. It's broken into six different sessions. It has workbooks and videos. I call it the mindset and actions of a powerful alpha male leader. It's the organizing principles, the foundation to everything I talk about uh, during these Man Information Weekly podcasts. And, and everything I talk about all over social media, I'll tell you all the different places and all the things I do on social media. But it's a foundation. If you like this stuff, you need more confidence, you need more certainty, more control of your life. You want to have better frames and better relationships. You need to be more influential and persuasive. If this sounds like something that you want to dig deeper into because you know you need some of it, then go to skippercore.com, front slash gift, that 11-hour course in uh, six different audio sessions with workbooks and videos. I'm going to give it to you for free. Fill out the questionnaire. I really do some thought. That would be really therapeutic for you, too, getting clear. Those are some very skilled questions that I've learned uh, from the masters in personal development over these 30-plus years, and then I've executed with dozens and dozens of men uh, just like you. So take your time. Go through the question. I want to get to know all about you. I want to know how I can coach you more effectively. Right? You're going to get the, the free course no matter what, but if I'm moved, by the way, you filled out the questionnaire. I know you're focused. I know you really want this battle. You're just looking to crack the code. I may reach out to you, give you a phone call, all right? And who knows where it may lead. It may lead to a, a clarity session where I'll get you more clear. I've got I to gotta feel that heart and soul, though, when I talk to you. Right? I don't just give my time to everybody and anybody. There's a lot of men out there. Maybe this is you. I'm not quite sure. They don't allow themselves to get too excited about life. And at the same time, uh, they are disciplined and they're positive enough thinkers where uh, they don't let themselves get down either. They stay in what I call the seven. That's the, where they top out. Don't get more excited than that. And then they don't let themselves get below a five. They start looking at the bright side. Let me just tell you something. That five to seven range, not a lot of change happens there. You're not going to logic your way, and I'm going to talk about that during this podcast. You're not going to logic your way to the next level in life, no matter uh, how uh, Logical, it seems to you. That's not how it works. So when I, if I were to reach out, if you left it all on the floor, I, read, I can usually sense it, and I called you, and I can see that uh, it's just been too conditioned that you're in that five to seven range, and that makes sense to you. I usually won't take it any further. I'll just do whatever I can to help you because it's just not your time yet. Until you can be totally inspired that you must get to the next level and there's so much pain, you're just sick and tired of living out of five or seven or whatever it is, that if you don't let that emotion come through because you're a logical thinker or it doesn't make sense or you think you're more systematic or whatever, right? Uh, 
That's going to be a challenge until you're ready, until you're sick and tired, you have enough pain. All right, so leave it all on the floor in the questionnaire. If I call you, uh, you know, maybe I'll follow up because I'll see that because I want to help you. But anyway, you're going to get this course, this 11-hour course, absolutely free. It's the foundation of everything you build upon. If you like what I'm saying, you know that you could tell. I've done a lot of thinking about all this. If you could tell that and you want to hear more of my perspective as you listen to these podcasts, by the way, I love podcasts for this exact same reason, then you're going to love the Manformation course, and I want to get you that to you absolutely free. So go to skiplacore.com, front slash gift, S-K-I-P-L-A-C-O-U-R.com, front slash G-I-F-T. Right? That's yours absolutely free. Again, if you love this stuff, it's the foundation moving forward. In this week's podcast, I want to talk about your emotion stack. Your emotion stack. And this is my unique terminology that I've learned throughout the years and that I've come up with. It, it's made sense to me and the, a lot of guys who are like me. That's my term. So you're not going to read that. Well, if I went to Wikipedia, what does emotion stack mean? You're not going to get it there because this is my way of explaining uh, this force that guides your life. This emotion stack is a force that guides your life. And I'm going to explain this entire uh, emotion stack to you. Uh, one of the biggest lessons that I learned uh, about myself, because I didn't necessarily think this of myself, and about other people, is that uh, we aren't as logical as we think. And actually, it can hold you back if you don't understand that people aren't being logical. It can hold you back if you don't understand you're not as logical as you think. We're driven by emotions. All of us. It, it affects all our decisions, how we see the world. How we'll start seeing the confirmation bias. Of, well, see, 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 see. Right? It's the emotion that starts that whole cognitive distance, the way we see the world, how we perceive things, and even how we support the facts behind it. It starts with emotion. I want to talk about this emotion stack, as I call it. We're all different. We all have different stories, different events, different perceptions of the events that happen in our lives, and it creates this emotion stack. And um, This has uh, served men very, very well, understanding the process starting to exercise, starting to understand this emotion stack, and uh, they can play up their strengths, and then they can be more aware uh, of the challenges, the weaknesses that we all have to get what they really want in life. But it starts with that self-awareness, the biggest self-awareness that I can have you entertain, at least. (laughs) right? Many of you have known me for up to 20 years. Uh, This may be the first time you're listening to podcasts. I don't necessarily expect you to just take what I'm saying. If this is one of your first times that you have listened to this podcast, or you don't even know who I am. I get that, right? But when we do have that relationship, I just want you to entertain what I have to say. One thing that you're not going to be able to deny is that I've done a lot of thinking about this stuff. <laughs> I've done a lot of thinking about this stuff. And so if anything, you should see, wow, this guy's put in his 10,000 hours of thinking about it. May, I may not agree with him now. I may not agree with him in the future. But you know I've done a lot of thinking about this, even if you don't uh, like my conclusions. And so take all that time that I spent thinking about, take from it what you can now. Maybe later you'll be different. It'll, it'll be different. It'll come to you across uh, a different way. Uh, you can tell I am certain <laughs> about what I'm uh, talking about, too. All right? So I'm just here to help you, give you perspective. You know, with my coaching, I, you know, I can't, uh, 
I can't change somebody's life. That's not what I do. That's why I hate that term, life coach. You know, what I can do is, is uh, rototill, uh, stir up the soil, right? Uh, so you can plant your own seeds from a different perspective, but it's your choices to make. Just I'm very skilled at uh, talking about certain things, pointing things out, holding up your life and your choices and your emotions and getting you to think about them, and then you can make better decisions. It's two brains. Uh, just totally focused on your life and what you want. So that's what uh, that's all about. I want you to consider what I have to, to say, even if you don't uh, totally agree. And I guess you won't be here very long if you can't do that, right? So I guess that should uh, go without being said, right? One thing, too, I, I love podcasts. I, I love the way that you could passively listen to it, and uh, there's nothing visual to distract you. There's nothing visual to distract me, Uh I'm just talking in this manner, right? You know, you stack over every single one of these uh, podcasts every week. You're going to learn a lot. Definitely, uh, from my perspective, some things to entertain. I love podcasting, but I also want to draw your attention. If you want more of this, very active all over social media. You know, bodybuilding, uh, fitness, uh, it is a very visual thing. Uh, I'm 55 years old and just still in great shape, (laughs) long past my bodybuilding days. And the reason why is this is my mission. This is my journey. If you're loving this stuff, put a lot of thought into this. As you know, it's helping you beyond your physical body. The challenge is, is that I spent 20 years, 28 years mastering uh, bodybuilding training, my physical body, becoming uh, a master of training, nutrition, how to tie it all the lifestyle, right? Uh, international recognition, 15 straight years, and that's all I thought about, right? So. What I do, even at this age, is I still have very high standards of the, the way uh, that I train it and I look, because that's the hook <laughs> to guys like me. They want the same thing, but when it all comes down, let me just you know, be totally transparent. Uh, I'm using my physical body and that uh, knowledge and, and passion for fitness that I still have, that I know you want. I want to give you that, but I want you to bring you to over this other side, too. You can have all that and this. All right, so that's a very visual thing. So I, I do videos, live videos, pretty much every single day, <laughs> right, in some way, shape, or form, uh, because I've got these systems set up. With uh, I learn the hard technology of social media and uh, the artwork and all these different facets, and I was able to narrow it down. In a past podcast, I talked about the 80-20 rule, the 20 things that make the most impact. So with the social media presence, for my message, you know, I'm not a fitness guy. Right, uh, fitness is just my hook. This is the stuff that I talk about. This stuff is is not quite so obvious as you know, building muscle, losing body fat, right? And uh, you know, uh, so I have I'm doing all these live videos where you know I, I talk about fitness. I give the strategy, show the muscle shot. They can be inspired for whatever reasons. Uh, I've heard so many things from the confidence that I display. Uh, that I quit my full-time job to do my passions all these years later, that I constantly reinvented myself, uh, my beautiful wife and family. They knew me as the lonely, hardcore bodybuilder. I don't know if they knew I was lonely, right? Uh, whatever it is, the, my confidence uh, that I appear to have as I'm doing these podcasts or live videos, right? Um, so I do a, a lot of uh, live videos. You should uh, look me up on Instagram, Skip LaCour, uh, Twitter and Periscope, Skip LaCour. Uh, Facebook, it's Skip LaCour page, but just put in my name, Skip LaCour, and uh, YouTube, and that's Skip LaCour. So I'm always doing live videos of fitness is uh, 
interesting to you, and it doesn't matter, you don't have to be hardcore because uh, that's the whole man formation thing is to be effective and efficient with your time. So whatever level you're at, if you want some fitness tips, reach out to me. You can always send me an email at skip at skipacore.com. I can certainly help you with that as I'm helping you with all this, these other things. You know, I, I draw your attention as I have this special when I'm live. Right, so if you go to videospecial.com, videospecial.com, it's going to take you to this members-only website. All the information that you need, that I've uh, I've learned and I, I've taught uh, from eBooks and and videos and courses, coaching sessions from the the most committed men for you to listen to the Man Formation course. Uh, and all the e-books that go with it, uh, they're all in this library that I have on this members-only website. But the best thing when you take advantage of this, uh, you go to uh, livevideospecial.com, is you get to talk to me one-on-one for a 90-minute goal-setting, a clarity session to get you clear and focused. Right? That comes with It's just at a ridiculous low price. Um, I just kind of launched this, and uh, I don't, I'm not even going to tell you the price because I don't want it to be on a podcast that price <laughs> because I know I'm, because of the demand and the time it's going to have to be raised so I don't want to be uh, you know on uh, record of saying it so low hey you used to sell it for this price right let me just tell you just go to uh, videospecial.com and you're going to be blown away <laughs> uh, by what I'm offering especially the one-on-one time with me all right I want to tell you real quick about a lesson. I think, you know, I learned these life lessons. I want to share it with you because it's part of my journey. Uh, And a lot of the men, they can benefit from these lessons I learned because, like I said, I think about this stuff all the time. And I want to tell you about an experience before I get into today's topic about the emotion stack. Because I'll tell you this, uh, this story does deal with my emotion stack, and and I'll kind of explain that. And uh, I would imagine with all the men who I've worked with, it dealt with his emotion stack. All right. Uh, so let me just tell you. So one of uh, you know my challenges over, over the years is that hard working determined. I don't think anybody uh, can uh, ever question that about me. You just scan the internet yeah, for my name. A lot of hard work, right? Um, a lot of people say I'm a good guy. Those things are important. Me, hard work and good guy. You know, uh, those type of things. But my challenge was, how do I get everything that now, I don't say that I deserve because I really feel if you uh, can't get it, then you don't deserve it. You didn't crack the code. There, and it's not working harder. Sometimes it's working smarter. So I don't, that's a phrase that people use. I didn't feel I was getting what I deserved. I, I don't see it that way as deserving. You either get it or you don't. I just couldn't crack the code on how to be reciprocated from all the energy, all the effort, all the knowledge, all the passion, all the goodwill that I did for the world. Um, I had a challenge doing that. Now, uh, part of this emotion that I'm going to talk about is the chosen identity, who you want to become. Well, you know, later on in life, I chose to become a man who had the family, the wife, the love, the connection, everything that goes with that, house, home, responsibility, total alpha male, stay-at-home loving wife, uh, you know, private schools. Whatever. I chose to be that. I didn't know how to become it. But you have to, when, when you go through this emotion stack, then you figure out who you really want to be. I chose it without knowing. It's like jumping you know, out of a uh, nest in a little bird, and you're either going to fly or not, sink or swim, fly or not, right? 
And uh, when you understand these these emotions and this emotion stack, hopefully my hope and my prayer is that one day you'll do the same thing. And, and that's uh, what I did. So it became very important that I started getting closer to whatever I felt I deserved, again, using that term loosely. Right, so I was... Uh, so one thing is, is again, my physical body, uh, being tan, really makes a big difference uh, on the visual on the Internet. Right? It makes your muscles pop. It makes you look bigger and harder, and, and it's more of a freak show, an attraction. It just augments what you do when you're tan. But look, at my age, I don't want to be in a tanning booth. I don't know how healthy it is. I don't got time for that, or <laughs> so I say. But I know that I got when you learn in the 80-20 rule, the 20 percent of things that really matter uh, and you start clearing off all the 80 things 80 percent of the stuff that doesn't then you got more and more time to get better and better and better and better at the things that really matter you start you open up your eyes and say wow i was pretty good on that but now that my mind is open up and i'm not distracted by all the things that don't matter you'll see that there is a very uh, much a higher and higher and higher and higher and higher level you can go on the things you already thought you were great at and so that's where I am right now. I'm just in the zone, right? And so pushing myself to tan. Now I use my last tanning uh, session of some package, right? And they're not they're not expensive. It's just that I hate spending the time to tan and go over there again. I don't know how healthy it is, but I'm going to do it because I'm committed uh, to my craft on all the different facets, the stuff I really believe in, the stuff that eh, it's window dressing but needs to get done. And so I walked in there, and the guy, he said to me, he goes, uh, hey, uh, that's, your last, uh, that's your last session. Um, you know, I can give you a deal if you want to get a session today. And, you know, he, he was a fit guy, older guy, and you know how business is. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, could use more business. I, I got that impression, and that's okay. That's all of us, right? Um, but the way that he kind of said it, and I said, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. It wasn't a lot of money. I just didn't want to make that decision. I didn't know if I would ever come back because I really don't want to come back, but I knew I'd come back because I have to do because I'm going to do whatever I can to be that provider for my family. I'm not going to let tanning get in the way, right? And so, you know, I'd, so I was in there for a 15-minute tan, and uh, he sheepishly asked me, uh, well, I said, I don't know, whatever, I'll think about it. And almost the whole time I was in the tanning booth, I was going, oh. Should I buy this? Do I want to buy this? Do I want to think about this? I got other things to think about. Whatever, right? He said, he's going to ask me again, what am I going to say? Whatever, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, the guy wasn't pushy. It's just that he was asking me something that I knew I had to do, and I didn't want to make that choice, right? And so I thought, okay, what am I going to say? Should I say to come back? And I went through the whole gamut. I was thinking, well, you know what? Skip, maybe you can get a, you know, if he get a, you could get two for the price of one. You know, I was even thinking that maybe, uh, you know, with my Internet connection, I can hook up his, do you know, uh, mention him, and maybe I'll even get a bit bigger discount. But I really just didn't even want to bother with it. All right, so then the tanning's over, put my clothes back on, I'm walking out, kind of praised up because this guy's going to pressure me. <laughs> or at least, you know, the guy didn't pressure me. I just knew I had to make a decision that I didn't want to make, that I really was going to make or whatever. And he said, okay, yeah, hey, see you later, man. And I kind of walked out. And for a split second, I was going, ah. I dodged a bullet. Everything I imagined that I would have to feel uncomfortable and say no, that all passed by. And it was only for a second. 
Because then I got pissed. You know what? I got pissed. Because I needed those tans. I'm going to come back later and buy them. He didn't even push me. I needed them. I needed him to push me. See, this is what you've got to understand. If, you, if you're a lot like me, maybe you have a resistance to sell. Intellectually, you say you know you should sell, but you don't want to be creepy. You don't want to be a cheese ball. You don't want to be pushy. Is that that person, if you really believe in what you have and its value, that's what you do? The person, nobody wants to just give up their money or time. It was time and money. I just didn't want to do it, but I needed to do it. You know, his job is to get me to do what I need to do. Because if I keep on doing what I'm doing, I'll never become what he knows I should. And think about you and your service, whether it's the love that you can give a woman or the leadership to your family or whatever it is you sell that you want to sell more because you believe in it because you need to make more money for your family. How much are you holding back like that? That I needed him to sell me. I need that for my family. I'm just not used to doing it. I don't want to do it. I'm inconvenienced. His job is to get me to do what I know I should do, even though I don't want to. And if he's the expert, if he's passionate, he let me down. I was pissed. But I learned a tremendous lesson. I hope uh, that you learned a lesson, too, if you're hesitant. If you believe in what you do, the other person doesn't know the tremendous value. You know it like the back of your hands. That's why you're so great at it. It is your responsibility to get them to do what they came to do. Look, I was tanning. If I need some, if I don't, then fine. Right? But it's his job to persuade me, to influence me, to take me out of my comfort zone because my comfort zone is not tan, right? I don't know. I got a lot of power in that, and it has nothing to do with the gentleman or a tan about how much I've been doing that my whole life and how people needed my guidance. Uh, they needed to step up. They need to get out of their comfort zone. They need to invest in at least uh, livevideospecial.com special Right, even though it's a ridiculous low price, they got to get out of their comfort zone to take action, do something different, to be entertaining, um, uh, new ideas and thoughts if they're ever going to change. Right, to go to the next level, they don't know what the next level is like. That's what they're there for, and I got to be able to persuade them, influence, sell them to do what they came to do. If you're listening to this podcast, I need to sell you. You're not here to save money. You're not here uh, to uh, just stay in your comfort zone if it's not working. You need me to help you uh, push yourself to the other side to at least entertain. You ain't going out this way. It's going to take a different way of thinking. I've helped dozens and dozens of men like you for thousands of hours. I've gone through the process. I know where you are. I know where you want to go. It's just foreign to you. I can't. I got to make sure that I'm not that, uh, like that tanning guy who was the owner, by the way. Right? Just some things to think about. I'm curious. Send me an email at skip at skip liqueur. Dot com, skip at skiplacore.com. If you got some meeting, maybe it applies to you as much as it applies to me. You know, I learn lessons like that, and I can tell you this, I'll probably learn uh, more it, as, it, as it unravels, right? You know, have you, have you done that? You kind of learn something. It's a good life lesson. You know, it's meant for you to learn. And then, you know, even later on, you think, ah, oh, man, I even got more out of that, right? A lot of lessons like that that I'll be uh, sharing with you, but maybe you know what I'm talking about. So let's talk about uh, this emotion stack. And again, this is my skip core terminology, my manformation terminology. This is what I've got working through all those men, all those years, all those thousands of hours. And uh, the emotion stack, the force that guides our lives. Again, the biggest breakthrough lesson that I learned is that uh, life, about life, 
that I myself and people aren't as log- logical as we think. Again, I'm no different. I, in fact, those people who believe they're so logical are at a disadvantage to not only get along with people to get the stuff that they want. Uh, and if they believe other people should be logical or more logical and not understanding how we're driven by emotion, um, it's going to make being successful and more importantly than being successful, being successful and happy, it's gonna uh, it's gonna make it more challenging. It really is. Uh, hopefully, uh, by the end of this podcast, I'll have you entertain some things. We're just not as logical as we think we are. We run our lives by our emotions. Here's the thing: is we all have a unique story, and uh, you know how our most dominant emotions are even formed. We need to understand that about ourselves. And uh, we need to understand that about other people. So this emotion stack, it's a stack of uh, ways of looking at the world that are basically emotional. Let me kind of just go down the list. It all starts with what I call the money game. Now I'm going to explain all these terms, but it starts with our money game. The money game is a cornerstone, and this money game is how I describe it, right? Maybe you've heard it described other ways uh, by other people. I'm not quite sure. But the money game is the center to this whole emotion stack that starts, that is the centerpiece, the cornerstone of the stack, and everything ripples uh, from there, the money game, right? That creates a landmine, right? That landmine is the feelings and emotions that we fear most, that we just hate. Whether we're conscious of it or not, it's like if this happens, people think this of us, we experience it, it would be ultimate pain, the landmine. Right, so there's a landmine in what I call a three-acre field, a three-acre grassy field. Right, the landmine that you don't want to step on—it's just death. It's even worse than death. It means you get maimed if you step on that that landmine. You got to live <laughs> through it, just maimed. So it's worse than death. That emotion that you just don't want to feel. Right. So we're 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 tapping around in that grassy field because we know. Our worst fear, that landmine is somewhere in the grassy field. And so, but here's the thing. Here's the key to this whole thing. The closer that we get to the landmine without stepping on it and blowing off our limbs, the more the good stuff in life that we want. All right? So let's just say, for example, that, you know, with this uh, tanning booth guy. Now I can't read his mind. I didn't even talk to him, right? But let's just say that what he says he wants is to have a thriving business, a member of the community, take care of his family at the highest level for more options in life, to all the good stuff, whatever that is to him. Right? But somewhere along the line, he doesn't want to be pushy. He doesn't want to be a, a flim-flam salesman of steak oils. He doesn't want to push people and make them feel uncomfortable. He doesn't want to be one of those guys. right? And for whatever reasons, that's the thing. Is you ravel, well, why is that? Because everybody doesn't feel that. Why does he feel that way? Maybe you feel that way. I know I felt that way. But I know my emotion stack. I know how it was all developed. Right? So the landmine is someone saying, Oh, you're not a man of integrity. Why are you pushing me? You're just trying to push this crap on me. It doesn't even work or whatever, right? That would, let's just say that's the salesman or the tanning shop owner. That's his landmine, his worst fear. What does that mean? All right? So he, so he thinks he's in this grassy field with the landmine. Now, the closer he can sell and persuade and get people to come in there and do what they came to do, even if they feel uncomfortable, like me, the closer he can do that tap dance without, you know, 
being considered a jerk. Maybe he's even risking to be a jerk. The closer he gets to that landmine without stepping on it, the more of a great business he has, and he's profitable and having happy customers, the more of the good stuff, right? If we're too far away, right? So we think we're, we're in this three-acre grassy field. What I've come to understand about myself with my landmine and me knowing if I got closer to it, I'm so blind to it because I, I just want to keep away from my worst fears. And I see this with men who I work with. We're really 18 miles away from the grassy field. So we're acting all conservative and, and you know, not taking any risks because we don't want to step in our emotional landmine. And we're 18 miles away. <laughs> we're not even close, but we don't know it. And again, uh, you know, in this metaphor that I'm using, the closer you get to the landmine without stepping, the more the good stuff. So when I talk about getting what I deserve or whatever, I, man, I had so much stuff swimming in my head. I was 18 miles away thinking I, was, I must be right next to it. I wasn't even in the three-acre grassy field. I wasn't even close to being in my landmine. Right? So what that does is we start becoming this person, maybe optimistic sometimes, maybe pessimistic sometimes. We don't have the imagination of things don't work out because we're really guided by our worst fears. We just don't know it, our emotions, right? And so what we do is what we create, what I call a parachute personality, right? The parachute personality is like a parachute. If you fall out of a plane, at least you have a chance, a good chance to survive the plane crash by jumping out with your parachute. How would that work with our fears and our landmine and three-acre grassy field? Are we 18 miles away? going to have to talk about the, this money game because that's the center of it. I'll, I'll save that for the end. right? Well, what we'll do is we'll start uh, being a nice guy. You know, I want to be the authority that sells uh, this tanning packages because you really need it. And if not, that's fine. I just need to ask because I have a business or blah, 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 blah. But I'll talk soft and indirect. That's not how an authority acts who really believes. But you have that parachute personality just in case they might think that you're worse for your some flim flam man. Right? Parachute personality. It comes off in your body language, your voice qualities. Right? I, I can pretty much tell a guy who's frustrated, he comes to me, he's frustrated. He doesn't have the relationship that he wants. His wife doesn't listen to him as much as he wants to be listened to. Or um, can't command that respect at the office. He doesn't feel in control. Uh, their speaking pattern is soft and slow, and they don't understand that may, I guess, you know, may be derived from all of these emotions stack and it's their parachute personality coming out, right? All of that uh, creates what I call a consolation prize identity. And what do I mean by that consolation prize identity? Well, that's not the one you really want, but that's the one that you'll settle for, right? The identity, right? If you feel as though my identity is always to be a person on time, there's probably a lot of great things that come with that, but there may be a lot of challenges, too. You're all freaked out all the time if you're not 10 minutes early. You have to set three alarms the next day, right? You may even look at other people. Well, he's not on time. That means this and this, a bad person, because it's your identity to be on time. And you may not even understand what you are doing to stay consistent with your identity, but is it necessarily true? It doesn't matter. It is for you. Our identity. I was a mass machine when I was bodybuilding training. Nothing was going to get in my way. I was a mass machine, right? Okay. And they had good things that made me execute and be disciplined. But a machine probably isn't that you know, warm and loving, especially when other people have challenges. Our identity, it's like the most important force. But are we, do we, how much do we think about it? Do this emotion stack 
cause us to create a consolation prize identity. That's some you know, fusion between who we want to be and what we'll settle for. And that's a very strong, what you do, what you don't do, what you'll say, what you'll take chances of, that identity. A lot of us walking around with a consolation prize identity. See, when you start understanding all these things about this emotion stack, and, and then you see how it plays out every single day with the self-awareness, then you can choose the chosen identity. You know, years ago, I chose, look, I can't wait until I have the job and the career and I get through all my challenges and I can have, get over my trust issues and have a close, connected relationship. After I understood all these things, I had to choose who I wanted to be and why I wanted to be it. Even though I didn't know how to be I had to be that bird who jumped out of the nest. It was my chosen identity, and guess what? You become it when that pressure's on. You can't stay with that consolation prize identity and wonder why you're not getting the good stuff in life. Right? Getting a command of all these things, it really feels good. It really feels good. But you have to watch out because feeling good sometimes can feel like achievement, accomplishment. Those achievements and accomplishments, when you guess right, will make you really happy and fulfilled. Sometimes just getting control. Sometimes just uh, feeling good about your journey, making improvement may make you feel good. I call those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Right now, let me explain. You know, in my household, when, when I was growing up, as, uh, and then coming back to my family's uh, household, like for Thanksgiving dinner, uh, the time that it was uh, scheduled versus the time you actually ate could vary, like up to three hours. Right. So we all say we want to go to the Thanksgiving dinner and have the drinks, you know, and uh, you know, and connect and have the hors d'oeuvres and the conversation and the, and the dessert. And have some more and have some more. Just a great time, great memories. Take some pictures. That's like the Thanksgiving dinner. That, that's like the, the life that we envision that we want. But here was the challenge is that sometimes I'm really hungry. Right? And I don't know if I'll ever get to the Thanksgiving dinner, how long it's going to take. Because if I knew with certainty, I could wait, no matter how hungry I was. Well, so in our house, we, you know, my parents' house, they would always have hors d'oeuvres. If you eat too many of the hors d'oeuvres, it could feel really good. It could satisfy you so you don't have to be hungry anymore. But that it curbs your hunger to drive, to be resourceful, greedy, to find a way to get to the Thanksgiving day entertainer. It kind of table. It kind of uh, satisfies you. You may never get to the Thanksgiving dinner and, and enjoy the life that you really want because you filled up on too many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. There's a lot of things in life that uh, make you feel good, that are nothing more than short-term peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And it doesn't matter if they have uh, gourmet peanut butter and imported jam on wheat bread that's homemade and the, the crust is cut off and it's stacked on a beautiful sandwich tray. It's still a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's probably the biggest thing as you go through this emotion stack, when you have the emotion of fulfillment, you're making progress. You're doing better than most. You did better than you were before. And that what happens when guys, they coach with me. They understand this emotion stack. They're feeling in control. They're feeling optimism. They're working hard. That they feel good. But the thing is, you've got to keep on driving. So along the way, when you understand this emotion stack, got to make sure that you don't eat too many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's what I, as coaching every single week, I keep them pushing, driving, reminding who they really are, that this is not over if they want that long-term uh, you know, happiness. All right. The money game, again, it's the center. I could talk for three days on this money game, but uh, 
basically when you have a relationship with money, even if you're not a money guy, right, it means something to you specifically. You probably witnessed this uh, when you were very young. I'll tell you, when it was explained to me that we have a relationship with money and to have a conversation with money like it was a person, and you track it back uh, to your earliest perceptions, even as a child, even when you didn't know what money was, you attached emotion to it. Either meant love and connection, or it may disconnect because your parents were always stressed out about money or they were always working and you wanted to be held and hugged. There is some emotion that you are tying to money, like a relationship. We just don't know it. And I'll tell you, I wish I would have learned uh, this whole money game. It's a process I take my guys through, and it's all unique to them. Now, the themes might be the same, but the reasons why are so different. When you understand this money game, when you understand your relationship, right, you won't ever call money Again, those pieces of paper, money again. You know it's the emotion to you. It's not the emotion that you want. You can't say, well, I want money because I want to change the world. I want to live in a big house and provide my family. It's not the positive. It's the negative. Like, I never want to go through what I went through as a kid. I want to stay far away from it. I, I was rejected. I felt less then. And so that whole relationship with money will drive you to dot every across every day, become a multimillionaire with a Lamborghini so everybody sees you, all right? Right? It gets you out of pain, or you don't care, and you just give, 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 give. You have some relationship with money, and I'll tell you, it, it's guiding your life, and it's the cornerstone to this entire, this entire emotion stack. All right? So the money game is the center. Right? I know I'm just kind of wetting your whistle, but send me an email at skip at skiplacore.com. Is this making you think? Right? You can tell I've thought a lot about this. The one thing, too, about these Manformation podcasts, at least now, when you go to manformation.com and you listen to the podcast, they're all self-contained units, meaning that you know they're, they're not uh, current events. So if you listen to the first one, well, he did this one two months ago. I don't want to listen to old stuff. It's all universal themes, foundation themes that you could apply 10 years from now. right? So when you go to manformation.com, all the podcasts are free Standing information that gets you to think it's about timeless, timeless topics. All right. So I do with guys. I help them go through this emotions act, understanding their money game, which creates their landmine. Are they really in that three-acre field tapping around really close to it, like they're conservatively making decisions of what to do and not to do, or are they 18 miles away? Has all of these emotions that they become aware of, has it created a parachute personality? Not the one that they want, but the one just in case they fail without knowing it. Has it created this identity uh, that really guides their actions, who they are, what they must be, how other people should live, but it's a consolation prize identity formed because they didn't know it. When you start understanding all these things, then you can consciously choose your your chosen identity. Like I mentioned before, that's who you want to be. It's a version of who you are right now and who you want to be, ultimately. And then you'd start you on a whole different path, making a whole bunch of decisions. But you've got to get through this whole emotion stack first, your chosen identity. And I tell you, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel in control. Uh, you're going to feel relaxed and calm, clarity, chowder going away when you kind of understand all of this. got to watch out for those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so you can really get to the Thanksgiving dinner. All right, so that's the whole emotion stack. I, I know that I kind of... Just wet your whistle there. Uh, it's a process. Again, guys, come to me if you're interested in this one-on-one coaching, want to understand your emotions stack, just send me an email at skip at skiplacore.com, and we'll kind of uh, 
uh, you know, break it down. We'll talk about what we have to do. Because I'll tell you, once you understand this, now you've got this power, this self-awareness. Like this whole life, you'll now get to work to make it happen. All right, so send me that email at, skip, at skipwithcore.com. At least now, you know, I'll refer you to this in the future if you hear me talk about the emotion stack and how it's guiding my emotions or, you know, other people's emotions, your emotions. You'll know what I'm talking about, at least in this general sense. All right, that's the emotion stack. All right, guys, hey, make sure that you go to skippelcore.com front slash gift and get your free man formation course, the 11-hour course, the mindset action is a powerful alpha male leader. All right, and then catch me on my old other social media platforms, uh, Periscope, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, on YouTube, my live broadcast, and go to um, livevideospecial.com. You get a chance to talk to me, all right? So it's so great to be with you here again for this uh, Manformation Weekly podcast. Remember our motto, our mantra, if you think it, you must do it.